Support for today's episode comes from Dame Products and their new dip vibrator. It is simple, sleek, and totally approachable. This is the perfect intro sex toy if you've never owned one before. The dip can be used both internally and externally, and it's at the great low cost of $49. And guess what? If you use the code Booney10, you can save 10% on your purchase over at dame.com. For more details, head to the show notes or the booneybreakdown.com. Hey y'all, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, all right. Welcome to episode 226 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. We have a great, great, great dope guest with us this week. We have Alicia. And you're probably like, who? But you know exactly who I'm talking about because you've seen her all over your TikTok and all over your Instagram. She is the viral sensation. She is a business owner, entrepreneur, a host, content creator, all of the dope things. Um, and you recently saw her go viral with her Cuff It video. All right. So now you know exactly who I'm talking about. We have a amazing conversation about staying authentic to who you are. Staying authentic to who you are, what it felt like to go viral. And I even asked her, what does it feel like to know that Beyonce knows who you are? All right. She also shares about her entrepreneurship journey. And so you want to stick around and listen to that conversation. All right. But first up, we're going to get into Booney's pick of the week. And this week, my pick of the week is Reasonable Doubt on Hulu, okay? And if you have not checked this out, because I've, I've been asking, a lot of people have not watched this show. It's about nine, I think it was like nine episodes. It just wrapped up. So now you can sit there and binge the entire thing and you don't have to wait week to week. Um, You have McKinley Freeman, who's fine as fuck. Michael Ealy, who's fine as fuck. Um, Save the da- Last Dance. <laughs> I can never remember his name, but you know the guy, Save the Last Dance, you know him. And, um, it is a really, really good show. It's so funny because the lead character is Jax and she's this black attorney. I'm not giving any spoilers, okay? So it's gonna be no spoilers. But it's so funny because I'm rooting for her, but I fucking hate her guts. I really do not like Jax. <laughs> I think once you watch it, you'll you'll understand why. I also appreciate her assistant. Um, I think the girl, the assistant's name is Crystal. She's a plus size woman and she serves looks as well because Jax be giving some looks. But our plus size sister over there, uh, Crystal, the assistant, she be serving some looks out there too. And so if you've not checked it out, yes, it reasonable doubt it's named after the Jay-Z album. And what I love is that every single episode is the name of a Jay-Z song. So it is really good. I believe Carrie Washington was like an executive producer on it. I'm hoping they get picked up for a second season. I hadn't heard anything um, about it, but I hope they get picked up for a second season because... It has not been renewed yet, I don't think, but it was really good and they left a really good cliffhanger. So check it out. If you've listened to it or you listened to it, if you've watched it, let me know what you think. All right. And uh, if not, be sure to check it out. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Not now. All right. So first things first, if you did not listen to last week's episode, see something, say something with our responsible fave KG, then I want you to go and do that. All right. Thank you to everyone who was on my side and told me getting a black Christmas tree 
was not stupid, like KG said. <laughs> if you want to know why I am getting a black fake Christmas tree, because if you know me, I am a real Christmas tree girl, then you want to head back and listen to episode 225. It could be a cautionary tale to some folks, um, but there is a very traumatic story if you did not listen to that episode. I also got some really good feedback because, you know, KG, I always dub him our political correspondent because he's how I know what's happening in the world, right? Because sometimes I just check out. It'd be way too too much to just be keeping up with the keeping up. So I always um, have him on and I was glad that he was able to share some things with you all. Someone in our Patreon gang was just like, oh my God, I love this episode. Um, it just lets me know that I nerd out and I'm a politics junkie. This episode really makes me wish there was a podcast or TikTok or something targeting 25 to 45 year olds like people like us talking about shit that matters just like y'all did. Kate, kudos to KG. So head back, check that episode out and uh, let me know what you think if you are on the late bird gang. Also, if you are in our Patreon gang, uh, this Tuesday on the 22nd of November, we have our uh, Coping Strategies uh, live event. So you want to be sure to mark your calendars. That is this Tuesday. If you have not signed up or you want to attend the event, but you're not a part of Patreon gang, you can just head on over to patreon.com backslash the Boonie Breakdown. You can sign up for as low as $3 a month. There are yearly subscriptions, which give you some free months. So you can go check that out. But the event starts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. And, you know, life be life. And so come out and learn some new coping strategies. And if you're new here or you've just been hanging out, not sure if you want to stick around, Thank you for listening to the episodes and thank you for giving us a chance. But I also would like to encourage you to follow us on all of the social medias. Yes, the social medias. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok at The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us just over on Twitter. I know the clock is ticking over there, but we're still there as long as we can be. Um, at Boonie Breakdown, all right? And you can share the story. You can send the link to your, 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 your circle of friends, to that group chat, any other Discord you're in. Or you could know, I just share some really dope audiograms. You can pop that right on in your Insta story. You can tag us and I'll respond. And I love when you share it because that's how we grow. And so I appreciate all of uh, you, your help and helping us grow here right because we're the little podcast that could (laughs) so that is it for me so let's get ready to break it down hey y'all so i'm excited for this episode because like i said y'all know i love having people that i know in real life and she's a viral sensation y'all so Welcome, Alicia, to the Boonie Breakdown. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm happy to finally have you on as well. Look, yes. you've been blowing up. <laughs> little, little sound, little sound, little sound. You've been blowing up. So here's the thing. We're going to hop right into it. Okay. I, I love seeing this for you because that is the type of content you put out, right? And so mm-hmm. I always love seeing people finally getting the eyeballs, the likes, everything that comes with making content and really putting yourself out there. And so if you have not seen her video, I honestly don't know how at this point. Um, 
you went viral based off of the Rennie album, Renaissance. Yes. You were like one of the original people. You didn't do the Cuff It challenge, but you was vibing to the Cuff It song. Yes. Yes. You know, I did my own thing like I usually do. Like you usually do. And so first, how did it feel to go viral? Like you went viral, viral for real. <laughs> well, funny enough, um, it 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 was around the time that I had some other videos kind of circulating and circulating. So I guess I was kind of still on the high of that, even though the videos were completely unrelated to this video. Yeah. It was still like, it wasn't the first time I got a lot of eyes and views on a video, but obviously this time, you know, the outcome was a little bit different. So um, <laughs> <For> sure, <laughs> it felt, it felt good to be honest. And I think I love what you said about just finally, you know, getting some, recognition for the work you've been putting in for a long time so it definitely felt good I'm sure mama ratchet sent it to me she's like she is a hoot you seen this I'm like yeah ma I seen it (laughs) I love that no she like she literally sent it to look she be on TikTok more than I'm on TikTok so she's seen it on TikTok before you even put it on Instagram I know that's right she's sending me the TikTok when you seen this I'm like I saw a girl but (laughs) You know, that is one of my, um, it's one of my fears, not to go viral, but to become a meme. <laughs> I feel like I might have memes out there in the world that I don't know about. And then maybe they're going to come back <laughs> soon. But yeah, I don't know how I feel about being memes. I feel like I make so many facial expressions and say so many crazy things that I feel like it's bound to happen. So You're so animated. You're so <laughs> alive. And I think the one question... Um, the people always, you know, my mom was like, is she really like that? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and yes. I think that makes the difference for, for at least for me, my experience scrolling these apps, I think I get tired and I'm getting tired of the copycat, mm-hmm. everybody doing the same thing. And so it is refreshing to see people who are just being true to themselves and just doing their own thing. So Yes, absolutely. I get that question all the time. Or when people do meet me in real life, they're like, oh, wait, you're the same person. Like, (laughs) this is really how you act. So um, a little before that video, I had helped host an event in Philadelphia. So people were like, oh, my God, you're really hilarious in real life. And I'm like, no, this is really who I am 24-7. It's not a front. And I do feel like it's hard sometimes, though, because... So many people are putting on a front (laughs) Say as soon as the camera comes on that. I think that uh, people don't know what to expect when they meet certain people in real life. And I feel like it makes it a little harder when this is really who you are, because there's so many people that will get in front of a camera and do what you're doing. That is some people just have a hard time, you know, deciphering between what's real and what's fake. So I just like I'm going to do me, period. And, you know, whoever rock with it, rock with it. Well, Beyonce rock with it because she like, let me say this. Like, how does it feel to know that Beyonce knows who you are? Like, it feels good. And I feel like if you hear this, Beyonce, if you hear this, Beyonce, like, 
girl, call me up, okay? Because they're in my comments are in shambles. They're like, she needs to bring you on stage. You need to be the b- before show hype person. I want to be in your section. You need to come to multiple cities. And I said, first of all, <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> is on tour. I am not. Now, if Beyonce want me to come on the tour, baby, the books. Will be I know that's right. I know that's right. Call <laughs> me, almond. Okay, but um, <laughs> I will make myself available. But people, I'm like, y'all really think? I I don't even know how much one ticket gonna cost. Let alone to let alone 50 level locations so i'm like i don't know who they think i am <laughs> i'm gonna try to go fund me so that's the part too right like i really honestly feel like she about to hit us over the head on this one because mm-hmm. it's been months now mm-hmm. she dropped a teaser and left us for <laughs> dead like <laughs> we ain't seen yeah like we ain't seen not one visual we know the concert is coming because she raffled it off and mama tina thing but yeah, I think this one going to cost the grip. I, but I feel like, she, you know, she's worth it. We all know that and recognize that. And honestly, there's so many greats that I never got to see. I don't know about anybody else. But for me, I'm like, I need to make it happen. And I'm I, I'm kind of scared to say this. This is going to be a Boonie Breakdown exclusive. Oh, come on. I've never seen Beyonce in concert before. Really? Delete that part. Delete that part. Delete that. Be Don't come for me. But how dope would it be if you got to see her? But like, you did get to be a part of it somehow too. Like legit, my mind would be blown. Like, like I'm what sh- brain cells would I have left? I'm trying to think. Was it Formation World Tour? I've seen her live a few times so not a lot as a solo artist i've seen her destiny's child 4 dc3 mm. and i've seen her oh you got some 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 under your belt yeah and i think i've seen her three times solo you said not that many times and you was like okay but no but that, some one, people two, nine twelve <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like some of my friends be like i was here i've seen her in atlantic city i saw like they really be <laughs> oh, like, yeah. like dang okay multiple so, times per tour i know and, and this is the thing it's not because i didn't want to yeah but, uh when i say your girl has been on a grind for many years now okay <laughs> so <laughs> when like like me getting my flowers now is great because your girl has been you know oh as they might say a starving artist so your girl has not had the the funds to really shuffle out you know what she deserves so i'm 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 happy to be in a place where i'm like listen honey um if we need to put the house on the market (laughs) whatever needs to happen (laughs) i'm done missing out yeah i you know yeah i'm so it's a it's a great show but here's what i'm thinking i I mean i know she don't do too i mean she do sometimes but like i think it was formation world tour where she did, um, she showed clips and like her little visuals that she does in between mm-hmm. sets. Mm-hmm. And it was clips from like people from YouTube and stuff. <laughs> this is like pre TikTok days. Yes. And so that would be kind of dope, actually. Like, <laughs> that's what everyone's been saying. They're like, you're definitely going to be on the Jumbo Tron. You're definitely going to be on the clips during the concert. And I'm just like, you know, God willing, I, in, in any way, it would honestly be an honor. I mean, I don't know if we would have turned this into the Renaissance podcast, but come on now. Like when I say come on in that video, that is from the depths of my soul. Cause like what was going on when I asked what was going on in the studio, I meant it. Cause I legit want to know. Cause it's just an amazing 
piece of art and no, i just it, feel it like it really is because i have got i done got dragged by the beehive a few times everybody <laughs> know i'm in the navy i love beyonce but i'm in the navy and i kept saying everybody talked about lemonade i'm just like she has not given us a classic album yet right mm. like the songs be hitting but us from start to end no skip she never delivered that to me in my opinion mm. right mm-hmm. and 12 o'clock that shit dropped. <laughs> I was up. And from the first, I know a lot of people didn't like it on the first listen. From my first listen at 12 o'clock, I said, whoa, she delivered. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. the one. <laughs> you this know what? One. I think it was so different than what people probably were even expecting that when they first listened to it, they probably was like, what's going on? Wait, what is this? For me, when I listen to music, I'm always just like, I, I guess my expectations are just open. I would just want to mm-hmm. see what it is. Like I will put something on when I have the time to really listen. So funny enough, I um kind of mentioned this before, but not really. So there's another kind of exclusive, but I didn't really get to listen to the album all the way like that. I was in Detroit getting ready to do an event the following day. So I was very busy and my husband was the one who had it on rotation. And so when uh, get in and out of the car, like I, to the point where I didn't even, you know what I mean? I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just doing so many different things. And like, he's getting in and out of the car and I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait, that's Beyonce? Wait, wait. And then the way the songs meshed together so true. crazily in the beginning, I didn't know what was a song and what was not a song. I'm, yes. I, I had to run the beginning of the album back so many times because I'm like, wait, wait when does this song end? Yes, <laughs> I no. was on that girl for 20 minutes, not even knowing <laughs> I was probably in energy. Like, where am I? No, for sure. I, my very first listen, I said, this is it. And it was like each song, like, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, come on, sis, come <laughs> on. Like, so for me, this is, this is her piece of the resistance. Like, this is her part. <laughs> and the fact that we still don't know what act two and act three are, Shoot. we still don't have no visuals like i'm just like <laughs> yo like let go of my edges i would like to have some like honestly because i'm just like who can do that like like honestly who can drop something no promo still ain't really doing no promo and just let the work speak for itself it's just, yeah it's just marinating and i was i was skeptical after break my soul because i didn't like mm. break my soul mm. Like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. And I was just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But in the context of that album and the sequencing, that shit hit. Right. And, you know, for me, for Break My Soul, you know, that was that that was around the time when Drake did his song and everybody's like, okay, what are we doing? Are we doing house music? Are we doing disco? Whatever like that. And I'm a Jersey girl. (laughs) Jersey, what it (laughs) Okay, I'm a Jersey girl. So house music is a big thing. Club music, you know what I mean? Dance, music, whatever you want to call it, is a big thing in Jersey. So I did like Break My Soul. And uh, I talked about this in one of my other videos post uh, uh <laughs> video and i was just saying how like the songs are speaking to me not only is it amazing music like it's something like the message like so mm-hmm. break my soul the message you know got to me and it was a bop and then when the album came it was just like wait wait okay girl have you made this album for me? <laughs> <laughs> no it it really was i think she dropped it at the perfect time of the year in the middle of the song. Like it really just was pretty, a pretty flawless piece of work. I have t- stepped away from it for a second. Mm-hmm. 
just because I was running that <laughs> shit, boy. I said, wait a minute, let me let me back away for a little bit and I'm gonna come back. But it is, I can never be like, oh, I wanna hear heated. No. I no. start at <laughs> these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. And, yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I run that shit from start to end. No, so, it, it, it literally, literally that, and that's crazy. Like when I say that I started it there and I had to keep processing, like, is this still the same song? Like I was watching the songs change because that's how seamlessly they ran together. But I'm like, I need to see the song go to a different title because I don't mm-hmm. believe that this is a new song. That's how smoothly <laughs> they are running together. So yeah, I can't, I can't just, you can't have just one. Okay, baby. You can't, you can't. So, well, look, this is, uh, I'm sending all my good energy and juju that I hope that punt, pans out in some sort of way so whenever i'm at the show i'll be like oh shit look at this <laughs> <laughs> yes i i just i mean i'm very uh i think i'm just like open to whatever god has for me honestly like because i could never really imagine this in my wildest dreams so i said let let me stop trying to come up with what may happen because who knows what mm-hmm. god may have for me so um just the fact that you know beyonce knows who i am she shared it and i know I, people were saying before she ever shared it they were like i just know she over there on that yacht and croatia cracking up <laughs> <at this thing." laughs> like i'm telling you tiktok comments are like top tier so they had me cracking up and i was just like imagine if beyonce's really like on her birthday on a yacht scrolling through looking at my tiktok i mean and- <laughs> and did and did i'm sure so they are absolutely 100 percent correct <laughs> so other also besides creating content mm-hmm. you just mentioned being a starving artist per se mm-hmm. you do a lot as an entrepreneur you just talked about being booked and busy hosting events <laughs> yes you have the beauty nomad your online black owned beauty retailer yeah, my retailer, and now you don't you don't hit the girls with the Moo Mafia. My mother done got Moo Moo's child. Yes. And- <laughs> Mama Ratchet, I appreciate you. <laughs> she was on the first drop at midnight. Like, girl, you missed out. They sold out in nine minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, how does that feel? Right to Ooh. have something that you put out that was just your thing. You do videos and your Moo Moo's that it cultivated a whole new business line for you. Mm. You know, so what was crazy was like, I was kind of already working on the Moomoo situation, mm-hmm. you know, pre-Beyonce. Um, and obviously with seeing the traction that the video was starting to have. So I think either Hello Beautiful or um, Fox Soul, one of the two was one of the first major platforms to share. And then shortly after that, it was Essence. And I'm like, oh, Essence saw this? So then mm-hmm. I was, that's when I was kind of like, okay, wait, <laughs> it might make it to the queen. I was like, <laughs> and so many people were in the comments like, oh, I know her mom is definitely going to see it because uh, I guess she's active on social media. So mm-hmm. I was just like, oh Lord, this is really like taking off. So I was already like, if you go back in my content already dancing, being myself, just yep. making my content in my moo's, and was already getting a lot of people like, girl, wait, did you move from? I want to get moves from you, blah, blah, blah. So when this ha- was happening, as it was, I was like, hello, hurry up, speed it, let's make, hey, let's 
time is of the essence here. Right. I'm like, chop, chop. Hello. So I just thank God that everything kind of came to be. Like I said, I, I can't really dream it out any better. Things really did align the best way they could. Um, as for the moo-moos, to be honest, like we know, so many things come back. <laughs> yeah. So many things that our aunties, cousins, mamas, and grandmamas and ancestors did. Um, and I feel like we're in an era of doing what the fuck we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> doing whatever the hell makes you happy. Do that. I think we're in that place. And I think if anything, the Pandorosa taught us like life is short. Mm-hmm appreciate life and live it how you want to live it okay so I think with the moos, that's what it really stood for for me because I'm already that type of person I'm already going to do me I'm already going to be me and I don't care what nobody else got to say mm-hmm. but I think the moos are encouraging more people and especially women and black women to stop worrying about the judgment of others and what other people got to say about how we live our life if we want to walk around letting our things swinging and being free Yes. You know, that's that's what it's all about. So I'm happy that that has came to be. And it's and the Moo Moo Mafia is really just a safe space where you know you're not gonna be judged. We're gonna laugh, we're gonna we gonna scroll on on the Instagrams and TikToks and rub our feet together in our moo's and just be living our lives the way we want to live them. And I'm sure you get these messages all the time because I get them, right? And mm-hmm. I'm not creating we create, I create content, but not the same type of content that you create. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll pop on my Insta story with my little loose ass curly <laughs> bun on the top of my head on my glasses or, you know, mm-hmm. and it's always like, Oh my God, you're so brave. <laughs> and I can't believe you, you know, you're, you're going on here and out of filter or, you know, Girl. And I'm like, but this is what I look like right now. <laughs> like, right. Was I supposed to put on a full beat wig in six inches? Yeah, like I absolutely just I can't exert that amount of effort for an Instagram story. Like this right. this is what I look like, this is what you're gonna get. And so Girl. speaking of like everything you were just saying about, you know, freedom and letting your hair loose, I think that also translates because so much of what we see on these little ass devices mm-hmm. is all picture perfect package, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so it's refreshing to see people who are just like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. Absolutely. And that is really what I feel like is a part of my purpose for the longest time, for as long as I could remember. Like, it's just so many things about myself, how I talk, <laughs> how loud I may be, uh, the things that I may wear that have made people feel like, mm, that. oh, that's nice. I could never, but that is nice. Or, oh, wow. Like yeah. from, from when I was wearing crop tops before the whole crop top plus size thing was a thing to, <laughs> yep. when, you know, like I, and this is what I always like to say. Like I came up in the era where like plus size wasn't trendy. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't cute. Please. It was, mm. we were struggling to put the looks together. Cause it <laughs> wasn't nothing like, to buy. <laughs> right. In the 90s, we were struggling to put the looks together. Okay. Low rise jeans was a thing. So having a fupa over the low rise jeans wasn't really a thing. Okay. So I, I to, to people to say, oh, confidence, you have so much confidence or, oh, my God, you're so courageous or whatever they say. Child, I'm like, baby, y'all couldn't say nothing compared to probably somebody I met in seventh grade in the 90s. <laughs> Who probably, uh, you know, like, come on, we came up when 
plus size wasn't even as normalized as it is now yeah, or celebrated as it is now. Like body positivity did not exist, okay? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as <laughs> a little fat girl from West Baltimore, right? Like, right. you had to, this is what I got. So I got to work with what I got. Right. And I just always, like, I don't know when it happened. I always say this to people that know me personally. Like, I thank God for my confidence, but I've just always, had it no don't get me wrong we all have our moments where we may be like love we need Lord, to fix yes this. of course get that or i might come on the stories like all right we, the raggedy levels is too high we gotta just maybe put a little swoop bang what can i do <laughs> like it's, you getting a little wild with it like you know what i mean don't get me wrong i might second guess some things but for the most part i've just always been confident in who i am and have has always been myself unapologetically it's people who have known me for 20 plus years that can attest to that and you know me for a long time too so it's just like this is who I am and I make no excuses for it and before being loud and and, and funny silly goofy was a cute funny thing that people are now getting paid for it was something as black women especially that was kind of talked down on Mm -hmm. and it was like we, we, we have been pushed to be seen and not heard and be glamorous and be beautiful and be put together all the time and um I think I go against that grain every chance I get because (laughs) like I said, I want us to just be more free and just do whatever we want. If you are that glamour girl, okay, girl, then listen, put, keep the lashes on, knock yourself out, keep the bundles in for, as for me and mine, me and this Afro and and the the bees in the kitchen, we going to be rocking out in the moon. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I got. And that's what I got. That that's all I got too. I can't do much more. But like you said, I might put a filter on. That's about as much as I can do. Swiping a little filter every now and then. Um, but you know, yeah. And then when it's time to do it, we're gonna do it, right? So like period. Don't don't get it twisted. But like that Let's that's not. gonna happen too. I just cracked up because when you just said this is such a tangent, you just said, like, I've known you a long time. You probably don't even remember this. And if you do, oh Lord. So I, I can't remember what year in college this was, maybe junior year, no, sophomore year. But we had an econ class together. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) And we were struggling. We had an Asian professor who spoke Mm. very little English. (laughs) Things are coming back to me. (laughs) And we were all in the final exam, struggling, all trying to figure out how to, like, cheat or be creative (laughs) in getting the answers. I was not cheating, y'all. No, no. Just go ahead. And I remember you was like, you just stood up and you looked at everybody like trying to pull this off separately. And you were like, y'all, turn the tables in a circle. Just <laughs> And we all turned our chairs into a circle and like collaborated on the exam. And he stood up and looked, but he never like stopped us. And then we turned in all our exams and left. What? You do not remember this? Are you like, yo, I don't <laughs> what compartment that is in my brain. But she's not coming to the forefront. <laughs> Yo, that is the craziest and, story. And it, I'm not going to say this person's name because they didn't cons- consent. But it was another guy who I recently had ran into from Temple. And he was like, he's the one who kind of triggered that memory. Really? And I was like, oh, my God, I do remember You're going to have to DM me after this, girl. You're going to have to DM me the name of who it is. Because, child, <laughs> you know, and the funniest thing about it is literally stories like this happen to me all the time. People be like, oh, my God, do you remember this time? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know. 
know if I'm freeing up like space for other memories in the future because baby, I don't be remembering these things. But what it really says to me is that I'm so much living in who I am organically and truly. Like literally what I was going to say. It's not even outrageous or out of the norm for me. So I feel like that's why I don't remember these things. But to other people, it's like, yo, this was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, I was like, well, way to be efficient. Because we were all like trying to sneak notes. (laughs) You were like, turn these chairs in a circle. (laughs) No, that is wild. Obviously, I really that is crazy, and I and I believe it, and I believe every word you just said. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't, I want to say it was sophomore year. I could I can't remember the year, but when he said it, I did remember that memory of that action, and I'm like, but I don't remember what year it was, but it had to be sophomore or junior year. But wow. hilarious, that is a wow. throwback story. Um, that is almost twenty years ago, literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been this crazy for the record. <laughs> So in sharing and being so open and being so free with your audience, mm-hmm. I know even, uh, you know, I watched some of these videos where you were open about, you know, your fibroid treatment, mm-hmm. your fertility journey. And I think that is so special and important because so many of these stories, people are having the same experiences, but nobody sharing. So you feel like you're alone. And then you hear or you see this video and it's like, oh, somebody else is having this same journey. Yeah. And so as you're still sharing your life and you, sh- your husband is there and you guys are hilarious, <laughs> is there anything that's like off limits to you? Like, are you willing to share as much as you feel comfortable with? Or is it some stuff you hold tight to the chest? Oh, that's such a good question. Come on, questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, you know what? I think I'm in that place where I'm starting to question that mm-hmm. and set out some more boundaries for myself because baby, let me tell you, <laughs> I feel like for, for as long as the internet has been a thing where people have been sharing on it, I have been sharing and sharing a lot yeah. of myself back from when you had to have a college uh, email to get on Facebook. Um, and you had to go and plug that that uh, digital camera in to get the pictures up. And to upload the pictures. So listen, listen, okay, I have been sharing a lot of myself. I was that person that had a camera in their bag all the time, whether it was disposable in high school to digital in college to now it's a cell phone. So uh, before content creating was a thing, I was just sharing my life. and um. I have learned that you do have to do what's best for you and probably in that moment. Try not to think too much about the future because circumstances may change. Now, I do now try to maybe document things and then maybe sit on whether or not I want to share them Um, because... Like, for instance, the fibroid and fertility situation, we're still on the fertility journey. We're still trying to conceive. So this last recent cycle, um, as I was doing it, I was trying to keep people abreast because I wanted them to see in real time how chaotic it can be or how it goes down. But then that leads you to the point of when you're going to have your, I was doing a frozen embryo transfer. When we're going to have an embryo transfer, now everybody's like, how'd it go? How'd it go? How'd it go? You you got 6,000 people, plus your friends, you know? So it's just like, you have to 
set boundaries to say, hey, please don't ask me about this. But it's like, who knows that they're going to see that story at that time when you say that. So then they might pop in a week later and say, hey, girl, whatever happened, you know, and you might still be sitting in an uncomfortable place. So I am learning um, to kind of do what feels right in the moment. If I feel like sharing, I will share. And if I don't think that I want to share just yet, I might still document it and hold on to it. So when I feel like I'm in a better place, but as far as what's off limits, uh... <laughs> I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't talk to like sexually explicit, crazy, you know what I mean? Like, especially not on social media. Like I haven't really, I guess, ventured down that road, gotcha. but I don't think anything else has really been off limits. I talk about life relationships, uh being single versus being married. I've talked about wife life. I talk about um, you know, obviously fertility, fibroids, health. Um, I talk about a lot of things. <laughs> so yeah. I don't think it's too much that is off limits. And obviously I do try to respect like um other people that I'm around if they don't want to share certain things about their life. So if I go out with somebody that I know doesn't post that much about themselves, I try to respect that too. Yes. And you know, that's kind of like where I was leaning with it, right? You hit on like, you got 6,000 people waiting for an update mm-hmm. and it's hard. Cause you do feel like you owe your following mm-hmm. something. Right. And it's hard those days. Like today was a day I didn't feel like, doing or the last two days really I didn't feel like doing a lot in my insta story so Mm -hmm. I just been sharing other people's shit (laughs) like (laughs) I didn't feel like doing nothing myself but I know I need to engage a little bit right Mm -hmm. but you do feel like oh I owe them this and I owe them that and I I think I walk that fine line well look I do enough sexual content online Mm -hmm. for you that you don't need to but like yeah like I feel like that's kind of the line that I'm on it's like hmm Yeah, you know, do what works for you, man, for real. Like this ties back into us doing what makes us happy or just brings us peace in the moment. Cause you know, this you could get wrapped up real fast in the moment in in the whole everything is content, everything is content. And then and then then it's like, am I able to actually enjoy these moments, take them in before I have to share them with so many other people? And honestly, the more you share with other people, the more opinions uh, and feedback and unsolicited advice you begin to get. Like literally, for example, I had somebody tell me, I don't even know what I was talking about and why this was an option for conversation. But they was like, you should use ship station. And I was like, why? They was like, I don't know. I just heard it is good what <laughs> like you don't own a business you don't have this you don't know nothing about business and you ain't you don't even use the thing but you just over here telling me what to use you know so a lot of people will just say anything um sometimes to have something to say in the conversation or to get your attention or whatever and it can be draining so i i do what i want to do sometimes you might not see my face for a couple of days sometimes you might see 511 dots at the top of the story so you, you know that's that's facts. You got like, you got to go like, this is my life too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you got to, you got to go with the mood, whatever the mood strikes you. Yes. So before we wrap up, it's time <laughs> to do the breakdown. Oh. So I'm going to say um, one word. Mm-hmm. You can say the first thing that comes to mind. It could be another word, a phrase, a sound, whatever. Mm, I'm scared, but excited. Okay. Don't be scared. Okay. <laughs> first one, black women. Everything. Next one, goals. Oh, 
Big, big, big. Authenticity. Me, her, she, that girl. (laughs) Do it, be it. Don't worry about what anybody has to say or think. Entrepreneur. Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Very hard. I do not think uh, people know the half. Freedom. Ooh. Ooh. Precious and and invaluable. Like, just mm, chase it. Go after it. Money. Mm. Tricky. Tricky is what came to mind. Because you don't want to be chasing the money so much that you're missing out on your purpose or other things that are for you. The money will come. The money will come. (laughs) And last one, Renaissance. Amazing. Epic. It's just like going to go on to the end of time. It's just like the word renaissance itself told us what to expect from renaissance and baby we still ain't know what to expect from renaissance (laughs) (laughs) see it wasn't hard okay it wasn't (laughs) you are an entrepreneur please tell everyone where they can follow you on social media if they're not already doing that where they can get the moos where they can shop just plug 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 okay 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 all right so on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, I am at I'm, I am underscore Alicia, A-L-I-C-I-A underscore. So at I'm underscore Alicia underscore on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, I got a Twitter page, but I don't really be on there like that. And you know what's not going on over here right now. So Look, don't Twitter might not even be around soon. Right, like don't even worry about it. Y'all don't even worry about it. <laughs> Um, and then for my business, the beauty nomad, which is a online beauty supply, we ship nationwide, baby. And we ship fast. A lot of people have said, Oh, girl, is this prime? It's giving mm-hmm. that, but it's even better than that. Cause you're getting it from somebody who looks like you, somebody who has hair like you, somebody who knows your issues and what you go through and a real human that you can talk to about whatever your hair goals or desires may be. So the beauty nomad.com is where you can go. You can shop and at the beauty nomad on Instagram and TikTok is where you can get tutorials, tips, tricks, updates, all kinds of things of that nature. And then of course the Moomoo mafia baby just near and dear to my heart. Uh, you can get that also at the beauty but also there's a link in my bio on Instagram as well to get your moomoos. Now they sell out fast, so don't be coming for me if you, you know, if you ain't staying updated on the update. So you gotta Look, follow your girl so you know what to do. I told y'all, Mama Ratchet said they, they sold out in nine minutes on her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Alicia, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Oh my God, I really enjoyed myself and I love your um, unique questions. Unique? Okay, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the theme of this interview. <laughs> yes. All right, girl. Thank you. You're welcome. 
All right. That is it for this week's episode. I want to thank our guest Alicia for stopping on and sharing all about her journey. Be sure to follow. Be sure to support her online beauty supply business. If you've ever seen me wear the black or the gray, I think I have another color, the burgundy um, headband with the pearls. That's from her. So go ahead and support. I love it. Um, We're all about black owned businesses and especially women owned businesses here. All right. Be sure to support our sponsor by using the code Booney. 10 to save 10% on your Dame purchase. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any apps that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You could hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing. Okay. Have a dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your private time. Enjoy those Thanksgiving dinners if you celebrate. Thank you for listening. And remember, the Ratchet and Me always honors the Ratchet and You. Until next time. <laughs>